Hello. Hi, Sam. Hello. How you doing? So I'm gossiping with uh, Nick here. <laughs> good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How, when was the last time I saw you? 2019. 2019, right? Yeah. Festival. Yeah. Festival. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Where, where are you? Is that your music room? Is that your studio? Uh, yeah, that's my little office. Well jealous, mine's tiny. This is my office, but bloody tiny. Welcome to another episode of Skin Things with me, Skin. It's a place where I interrogate musicians and scrutinise every musical decision they've ever made. Just kidding. It's me and a musician catching up, reminiscing, looking to the future and just having a good old chat. Thanks to everyone for following the podcast and leaving comments. I've got a load of shout outs later, but first let me introduce this episode's guest. I am joined by the lead singer of Case Choice, who has an exciting new project called Rex Rebel that you must check out. Here is Sam Bettens. Hi Sam, how are you doing? How's it going? How is your uh, lockdown going? I'm doing great considering uh, not having been on the road for nine months which feels weird because I think it's the first time since I was 19. Right. Um, but uh, no, I'm doing good. We're, we're all doing good. Kids are doing good. Uh, I can't complain, really. I know this is a horrible thing for the world, and I wish things were different, but I, I can't complain for myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what was actually, we were together 2019. Did, what is a festival somewhere, wasn't it? I think, yeah. didn't we sing together? Yeah, you, uh, you have a tendency to jump on stage with us, which is always <laughs> <laughs> always. Are you just, you're just going to blame me. It's just like, all oh, right. <laughs> I think the um, first time you did it, it was unannounced. And then ever since, it's just implied. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're around and you're saying you're not an addict, I'm just going to be there. Um, but just for listeners, the first time I've met you, I was kind of sitting on the side of the stage in a, um, a TV program in Italy called Red Ronnie, who's this magical character that has lots of new music and lots of bands back in the day in the 90s um and i remember just singing it and then i suddenly just heard this song ooh, ooh. i was like we all turned around like what is that and then we were like mesmerized watching you sing not an addict and then i was then that's it you know we've been friends ever since and um and it's been it's been lovely friendship i have to say <laughs> i know and i remember that so vividly too and i was just um and we can talk about this later uh about your book because I'm actually writing as well. And I Good. found myself writing about this the other day because you said something to me. First of all, of course, we were already totally starstruck. It's like, Skunk and Nancy's here. <laughs> you guys sound checking too. And, um, and then we talked for a while and I remember you saying you were, you were doing your own makeup. And of course I always hated makeup period. And for sure I had no interest in doing it myself. But I remember you saying to me, um, I do it myself because that way I control how I present myself. Yes. And it always stuck with me. And so not in a way of doing my own makeup because, again, I had, I had no interest. But just that aspect of it, like you decide, you know, you, you, you always want to be the one who decides how you present yourself to the world. It well, took me I, a while. took me a while. <laughs> to there, I, I, yeah. You know what it was? It was because you go into places like, you know, some behind the gods back in Germany or somewhere, and they would never have the right colors. So I'd been tangoed, which is English. I've been tangoed so many times. I mean, I look like Trump. Like and so in the end, I was like, I'm just gonna do my own makeup and learn how to do it. I'm like you. I'm actually I love when other people do my makeup, but I cannot stand doing it myself. But I had to 
learn how to do it, so I just didn't look like a weird, you know. Right. Yeah. And 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 also, I think they because I was just like rock person, they tended to make me look really kind of ugly and kind of rocky, and and I was like, no, I want to look, I want to look beautiful, I want to look good. Yeah. Listen, um, I know you've been cr- very creative because I was um like hunting around on my um uh, Spotify and various places, and then I saw your thing come up, and I thought, hold on, that why is that familiar? And I think when I spoke to you like a few months ago, we caught up somewhere. You said, oh, you're waiting to do Rex Rebel. And so I was like, oh my God, it's out. So you've got to tell me all about it. What is Rex Rebel? Tell me what the name means and why and everything. So yeah, um, Rex Rebel, we started talking about Rex Rebel a couple of years ago already. We were on a 25 years of Case Choice tour. And, um, you know, as I'm sure you can recognize the feeling of like regurgitating old material and having a huge sense of like, I got to create something brand new that has nothing to do with all this. And and so we were kind of in the middle of that. And so me and two of the guys, um, RJ and Wim drummer and keyboard player started fantasizing. And it started, it started just like, let's just write a song together. Three of us, you know, do something completely different, kind of electronic. I had already had like a melody in my head without ever touching an instrument of something I wanted to write about. And um, and we said, let's just experiment. Let's just see what happens if the three of us get together and do something and leave all acoustic guitars and guitars period out of it and, and see what happens. And um, yeah. And it turned into a band and, and we just, we click so well and we have, we have slightly different, you know, tastes and, and places that we come from. But when we come together in Rex Rebel, it's so it, it's so, and I know you can probably relate to this as well. It's so easy, you know, there's just, there's no drama. There's no, everyone's so creative and we all respect each other's musical talents so much that there's just never like something weird in the room. It's just, fun, yeah, you know, it's, it's just fun. It's just a good time. And, and it's been like that ever since. And so we, we made the record and, um, and uh, we were actually just, you know, j- just released it and just got our momentum going and uh, did one show. Then that was, <laughs> pandemic started and that was that. <laughs> right, right at the beginning, right. <laughs> and so where did you, where did you record the album? Did you, is it self-produced or did you um, work with a producer? No, we worked with a producer. Um, it's a guy in Belgium um, who is kind of like up and coming there. And he's, he's actually RJ's. Uh, brother as well they're all they're all musicians he's also a keyboard player but he's just like really what he did for us and what we really needed is like to give it some some direction so we had so many ideas but it, we were all over the place you yeah know? yeah None of it, developing a style right yeah we just kind of had to like we really needed someone to like put it into like all right this all fits together now you know this yeah. is this is all this is one and um, so he's kind of a genius in the studio too. So it's really fun to like, the songs were written, the melodies were there, um, you know, the beats were there, but just to, to just to have him be like, almost like an extra band member, creating sounds and, and atmosphere around it was just like, oh, it was just so fun to watch it all yeah. come together. And such a different process than Case Choice, you know, where it's also very organic and rehearsing together and, and this is so much studio, you know, like... Oh, uh, God, tell me about it. Yeah, I, I've done yeah. a lot of tech now and I've done a lot of electronic stuff. So, yeah, it's a very different way of writing and engineering stuff. And, and yeah. new, you know, which is so... 
needed, you know, at this yeah. point in my career, really, really needed to just like feel like I was 25 again. <laughs> yeah. Just for a second, though, you know. Just, like, just a second, yeah. Downhill again. Yeah, yeah, you ain't, you ain't kidding me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> to say I'm going to ask you about this but I you're probably um the person I know the best who I've known as as female who's transitioned into male does it kind of also combine with that you know doing a new project and kind of also giving feeling a different energy and feeling in yourself is it or is it in that the musically has that been very inspiration for you as well yeah it all kind of happened around the same time and i don't know if one um necessarily jump-started the other but um there was such a sense of uh i had such a sense of rebirth in so many ways and it made yeah. it so exciting to feel comfortable in my body and comfortable as who i was and then be able to be a front man in a band you know? <laughs> yeah. and like and experiment with that and just like, and just visualize that. And, and uh, yeah, it, what, what was kind of funny is that when we started doing interviews about the content, lyrics and stuff, everyone assumed that after I transitioned that this was all part of it. And actually it, it, almost all of it was written before. Right. So it's interesting how I'm sure you must have had that with songs too, how you're like, wow, it's almost like I predicted something. Oh like, my God. Yeah. It was already in there. You can I feel it. Yeah. You weren't able to like put it into words yet or, or even you weren't even really aware yet of what was going on yet. The whole record seems to be about that somehow. Yeah. Um, I, so it's interesting. I wanted to pinpoint um, one the song that really jumped. I mean, I just think this song's absolutely gorgeous. And it really just jumped out at me because um, the lyric, I Can't Hurt You, for me, just summed up so many things. You know, it's, I, it's kind of like, you know, when people have like, you know, racist or sexist or ignorant kind of views or whatever. It's like, you know what? I can't hurt you. So that's what I got from it. I'm prob you probably got something else. It's like, why are you being like that? Because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm not gonna, you don't have to change anything about your life this is just all about me um and i really liked it musically how it progressed this is kind of feeling that just comes out halfway through when it just expands it's like almost like it's flowering can you tell me about that song and where you got the title from what it's about yeah i um lyric wise it's like two songs from my uh when i was younger that uh, that stuck to me um that I used to listen to over and over is I Can't Make You Love Me by Bonnie Raitt. Oh, and, I love that song. Um, you know, I Will Always Love You uh, by Dolly Parton. There's a theme there of like the, the, the biggest pain, like heartache pain is when like you realize like I don't even have, I don't even have the impact anymore. Like you, you don't even love me enough anymore for me to have any kind of impact on your life. It doesn't matter anymore yeah. what I say or do. It's just like, it seems like such the deepest, deepest of hurts, you know, like I, I don't even right. have the power anymore to have any kind of, yeah, to do anything to you yeah. emotionally. Like it's just gone. And that, that seems such a deep, deep pain to me. So I can't hurt you for me was kind of, about that and then musically it was one of the songs that really represented how fun it was for the three of us to work together so Wim would come up with a beat 
RJ would come up with, you know, a line or a hook, and then I put a melody to it. And, and some of these songs are, are written, you know, long distance, because not yeah. because of the pandemic, but just me living in the States and those guys being in Belgium. And um, it's so fun to watch something come together like that, that none of us could have written by ourselves. And, yeah. and I love that about I Can't Hurt You. Like, it's, it's really, that song musically is, is, is really representative of what Rex Rebel is for us. And, and, you know, and to me, it's the one thing I always notice from doing stuff when I do the band and then stuff like when I do solo is just the, the simplicity of the sound. You know, you don't, I always say that in a band, it's like, you don't really need much. You just need to be this and that. And sometimes I want them not to play, <laughs> you know, but they always want to play. Everyone wants to do a bass line. Everyone wants to do a guitar line everyone, because that's what they'd love to do and whatever. And I think sometimes electronic, electronically, when I listen to that song, I can hear that it's just so simple. The lyrics and the melody just carries it and then everything around it just makes it better, right? It's, yeah, that's been a really fun process for me too in, in, making a new kind of music like this because a lot of the references we kind of made like a little like you know bored in the beginning of like what kind of stuff do you want to put in here like what are the, what's the stuff you're listening to right now I, and yeah. I, I haven't been listening to rock music for years I, I just haven't you know so it's just hasn't been in my playlist at all and I started to notice all these songs and I'm, I'm playing a lot of bass and so I'm playing along with like Cool in the Gang songs and all just like this really fun bass parts and realizing like, wow, the simplicity of all this stuff, you know, right? it's just like, it's just, you can have a, a cool little groove going, not necessarily too complicated bass line and then just a flipping genius melody. You know? yeah. Like it's all in like so, so, much, so <laughs> much is in the, in the yeah. melody. And I started noticing like, wow, all these songs don't, don't even barely have any chord changes, you know, like verse and chorus, all the same. It's just one melody, melody. So, and then it becomes, yeah, then it becomes about creating a great melody and then having the sound to just really enhance what you're, what you're trying to say. And that's been such a different, different, again, such a different process of how we used to write with, uh, with Case Choice. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different. So last question I've got for you. Um, first, I've got to say, how's Gert? He's good. Uh, he's doing great. We were actually just texting this morning. He just got off Facebook. He's like, I'm done. And I was like, all right, I, I want to be done to inspire me. What made you, you know, oh, God, I hate Facebook. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, I, I don't, I don't want to go off it because I have so many fans and so many friends on it, but yeah, uh, I actually just do Instagram and just just move things to Facebook because it's just so poisonous. It's so toxic. That's what I'm thinking too. It's just like, yeah, just because it's fun. You see pictures and just, it's fun. Yeah. Them. And then I just kind of like, when I want to, I shunt something to Facebook and shunt something to Twitter. He's doing great. He's actually, um, He's been painting a lot. He went back to the Academy of Arts in Antwerp. He's doing, he's taking classes. Wow. Mid-pandemic, he's been painting. So, and that's kind of his second passion. So I'm really happy for him. That's great. So I say hello. Um, and um, what are your plans in terms of what you're, what you're going to do this year? Yeah, well, writing, writing, writing. So I've been doing a lot of long distance writing. I'm actually writing a country record, which I don't know if I'll ever release but i've had like my god that's perfect you gotta go to nashville and do country record i was in i did a, a, a recording like, like a workshop in nashville um just before covid and i was shocked at the amount of talent there it's just a songwriting city um so it's, it's crazy and i remember when we um i remember when we used to play with case choice we play this you know tiny little venue somewhere 250 people and then the band that opened for us 
all had like the most amazing musicians where it's like, oh my God, like <laughs> this is, this is crazy. Who are these people? Like just so talented. So many. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've been uh, a lot of, a lot of long distance writing. I have a producer in Belgium that I work with and it's really fun. I send him basically voice memos uh, of something. I write on acoustic guitar and he turns it into beautiful uh, oh, Nashville, ready, Nashville ready demos. So it's been, it's been really fun. And writing for Rex Rebel, we've been long distance writing. I'm writing a book. Um, I have to get yours, by the way. I've been, I've been meaning to, I've been because I saw your, I saw your, you haven't got a book yet. <laughs> you didn't send me one. Who's the Well, I haven't. Listen, I sent everyone to everyone that, you know, I thought was important. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <That's perfect. laughs> yeah, you walked into that, love. You walked straight into that. I know, that. I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to ask you about the book because um, you should come back uh, another time and tell us all about that, right? Sounds good. Sounds good. You know, when you ha- how many chapters in are you? Um, I've like half. 75% written about six chapters. One, oof, slot. Okay, good. Well, listen, I'm going to um, let you get on with the rest of the day and your um, food for the that you're going to have. Thank you for coming on my show. Thank and, you for having um, me. It's great to catch up. And send big love and kisses to all the fam, all right? Oh, will do. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. there if you haven't heard it yet check out sam's new project it's called rex rebel now at the start of the episode i promised you some shout outs so here we go addicted to angry birds great name thanks for listening ash paints thanks for recommending my book too nice one geezer Callie ho you're a legend nabina i'm sure derry harry wouldn't mind you get crashing our coffee date why not terry hart Thank you for your kind words. And to everyone else who's dropped Skin Tings a follow and a rating. If you haven't yet, there's still time. Follow Skin Tings wherever you get your podcast and leave me a nice review. I really appreciate it. If you can't get enough of me, then why don't you listen to my radio show on Absolute Radio? You can hear The Skin Show on Sunday nights from 10 to 12 or catch them on demand on the Absolute Radio app. Next time on Skin Tings, I've got a guest I was so excited to chat to, and she did not disappoint. I know a lot of you are excited to hear this episode. It's with the legendary Joan Armour Trading. So see you next time on Skin Tings. Skin Tings.